Welcome to the Love Her Wild podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Carver, and I'm here to talk to you about all things spiritual, manifestation, happily ever after, and creating a life that you love, because I promise you can. Happy Monday, everybody. Today, we are going to dive in a little bit into healing and how sometimes, just when we think we're over something, it comes back and shows us that there's a little bit more to get through. I was on a call with a client this morning and a past hurt that she thought she had fully dealt with and fully cleared kind of reared its ugly head. And as I was talking to her, this analogy or this visualization came to me. And I think that it's such a powerful way to look at healing and the completion of healing in specific areas. So when you are trying to heal through something, let's use the example of someone who has specifically hurt you in some way. The first step, obviously, is to not allow that behavior anymore, to set a boundary, to get them out of your life, whatever that looks like for you. However, just because you have removed the person or the tools that that person was using to dig a big hole in your heart doesn't mean that you have successfully filled in the hole, right? So I think a lot of times people will cut someone out of their life, they will do whatever, and they think, okay, I'm done, I did it, I got the person out of my life, they're no longer in my garden digging a big hole. Fantastic, the hole's not getting deeper anymore. And what they forget to do is go back to that hole, fill it in with dirt, pack it in tight, and then plant a flower on it. Or fill it in with water and make it a koi pond, whatever you want. But dealing with the wreckage, so to speak, or dealing with what's left of the damage that was done is the final part to fully clearing and fully healing that area. Because if you go into your backyard and you look at your garden and it's full of holes, it doesn't feel complete, it doesn't feel done, and you run the risk of walking into one of the holes and spraining your ankle, right? The act of going through your garden after you've removed the gophers, the bugs, the things eating your very healthy flowers, the people that were back there just maliciously digging holes, once you've removed all of those things that are actively hurting your garden, you then have to go in and replant, turn the soil, add fertilizer, help the good grow, and keep weeding. Now, weeding looks like the healing maintenance that I talk about all the time. Like you are now getting yourself to a point where there's not a lot of past stuff to work through. There's no more holes to fill in, but weeds are still going to pop up. Things that you need to heal through are inevitably going to pop up throughout your life because we live on earth and we're human. And so what I want you to focus on this week is really looking at your life as a garden and asking yourself, are there any holes that I forgot to fill in? Are there any areas in my life that I have just been ignoring and now it's kind of a little overgrown? Or better yet, 
I don't want this to be a trip hazard. I want this to be a place that's my sanctuary. I want to be able to come out here and feel calm and safe. I want to proudly be able to bring someone out here with me without them looking out and saying, oh my God, why are there all these holes in your garden? But instead, bringing someone out to see the fruits of your labor, to see the beautiful fresh strawberries that are growing in one side and all the wildflowers on the other. Maybe there's a chicken or two running around. What is going to be left is the result of all of your hard work and healing. But getting rid of the thing that is hurting you isn't the whole process. It's not enough. Whatever that looks like for you in your life, whatever area of your life that's still percolating in there, that's still hurting, that's where you want to dive in and say, okay, how can I go in and talk to maybe the past version of myself to get through this, to offer support to that version of me that I didn't have back then? For me personally, I can look back at the period of time where I was going through my divorce and the amount of holes that were dug in that period of time for me. Going through a really messy, really, really drama-filled divorce that was something I literally only saw in movies and reality TV up until that point, and I found myself living inside of a reality drama. And I did not know what to do. People that were leaving my life based on lies, based on things that weren't true. People walking out of my life not knowing the whole story. The injustice that I felt on people making judgment calls based on things that never happened. It was a really hard time for me. And not only that, then there was the narrative I had of myself. My worthiness, or unworthiness for that matter. The fact that I was 29 and divorced and all of my friends were starting to have babies. The fact that I didn't feel worthy of finding true love again. I was used. I was washed up goods. Why bother filling in all these holes? People are going to know that I'm washed up and used up. There's no flower or freaking strawberry garden that's going to make this look wantable. No one's going to want this used ass house. That's how I felt. And so I sold my house, if you will, without doing any renovations on it. I was a fixer-upper, and I started dating as a fixer-upper. And I sold myself to the first bidder that came walking around and thought, eh, this house will do. I could live here. And I felt like that's all I was worth. Because I was a rundown, used up little house. When in reality, what I needed to do was fix up myself first. Because I wasn't just some rundown house. I was worth a million bucks. I just didn't know it. It's amazing what a little hard work and TLC will do. An hour or two spent in your weed-ridden garden couple hours cleaning the house, a fresh coat of paint. It takes you from being worth half a million bucks to two million bucks. It takes you from being a starter home to a forever home. 
And it wasn't until I left my abusive ex that came after my divorce that I started remembering who I am, remembering what I was worth and truly feeling like if I put in the work, I could bring myself back to my former glory. I could get to the point where I was worthy of finding what I knew I deserved. And so I put in that hard work and that blood, sweat, and tears. DIYing your healing is hard work. Just like DIYing the landscaping in your backyard or the bathroom remodel in your house. Hiring people that have done it before that know what they're doing, that's on hiring a coach like me or a therapist or a medium or whatever it is. That helps you get there faster. Watching YouTube and watching people that have done the remodel before. That's like taking one of my courses and being like, all right, I'm going to follow her step-by-step process because she's done this. She knows what to do and why not gain a little insight from people that have done this before. I've never torn down a wall and put up drywall, so I might as well go watch someone who has. It'll probably save me a week's worth of work. But taking the time to fill in your holes is the amount of value that will bring to your life is indescribable. The amount of levels you will rise in vibration is immeasurable. It's so important. And so many people think that they're done healing because they've cut the negative out of their life, but they forget to fix what's there. So don't forget to fix what's there. And don't forget that the most expensive vintage car takes work to bring back to its former glory. It needs that new paint job. It needs that motor work. It needs those new wheels and tires. It needs the new interior because guess what? After time, that old vinyl, it rots away. It needs the work. And when the work gets put in, it takes it from being a $5,000 beater to an $80,000 car. You are worth the work. And if you put the work in, you are going to be worth a million bucks. Don't let anybody in your life treat you like a fixer-upper, because you're not. Or you won't be the longer you stick around here. I am in the final stages today of finishing up my newest course called Soulmate Roadmap, which has been a long time coming. Most people find me because they're looking for a soulmate, because they're looking for the roadmap on how to heal and how to get to the place where they can manifest a soulmate into their existence. And I'm finally putting it all in a step-by-step guide. A million and a half audio modules and meditations and exercises of exactly what I did step by step to get to where I am. If you're interested in that, there's going to be a link in the show notes of this episode to get you on the wait list for presale. The email that goes out for presale is never going to see the light of the internet. 
the pre-sale price is going to literally knock your socks off. It's going to be insane and the price is going to double before it ever hits my Instagram, my TikTok, etc., my website. So if you're interested in the step-by-step guide, if you're like, you know what, give me the, give me the directions. I'm tired of this shit. I, I'm going to finally follow the directions. I don't want to have to figure this out myself. I don't want to tear down this wall and figure out how to put up drywall by myself. Just tell me what to do. I'm going to tell you what to do step by step. And the beauty in that is that if I did it, so can you. It's not like that there's a limited number of soulmates in the world and I took one and you're less likely to find yours because I found mine. No, because my soulmate was never going to be your soulmate and your soulmate was never going to be someone else's soulmate. If it is on your heart to find one, you can find one. I know that more than I know anything in this life. If you want to find your soulmate and you put in the work to do so, you will find them. As long as you don't give up. You want to get there faster? Follow the roadmap. That's why maps were invented. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Love Her Wild podcast. If today resonated with you in any way, shoot me a comment and tell me how you feel. I'd love to help if I can. And if you think that this would resonate with any of your friends, share away because I'm trying to reach as many of you as I possibly can. Go make your life great.